Hey, what's up? This is Nerd of War Podcast, Episode 1. I am your host, Anthony. And uh, welcome. So, let me just give you a brief history or background of uh, what I do. Uh, My job, I drive up and down the Southern uh, California area. And I'm on the road for about maybe six hours to and from work. So there's going to be a lot of time on my hands where I can go ahead and podcast. Uh, I love everything nerd, so I'm into a lot of things. And, and, and what that is nowadays is anything. To be honest with you, you could nerd out on anything you want to. Cars, trucks, comic books, miniatures, trading card games, whatever the fuck you want to nerd out on. It, it, it's all possible. So my podcast is going to consist of everything that I'm into. And most of that shit is nerdy stuff anyways. So today's podcast is going to be about or on the subject of... Pokemon Go. Now, I don't. I just started playing this game again, and when it first came out, I was pretty excited about it. Um, you know, when Pokemon, the very first one, came out in America, at least, uh, I was in junior high school, and it was the fucking hottest shit ever, right? You have your Game Boy with your friends. You have the link cable. You're battling each other, trading Pokemon, hacking the game, getting Mewtwo, all that fun shit, right? So you thinking. When Pokemon Go came out a few years back, especially those of you guys from the very beginning, you're going, holy shit, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can go to the forest <laughs> and, and, and I, can, I can catch a Pikachu. That wasn't really the case, right? Like, you couldn't, like, to this day, you still can't battle your friends, which was, to, in my opinion, the main point of Pokemon. But... When it first came out, back when I first tried Pokemon Go, I wasn't that impressed. You know, I didn't have the time uh, to spend, you know, catching every single Pokemon. Um, I didn't have the time to spend to go and sit down and try to take over gyms because at that point, when the game first came out, and I'm sure everybody remembers all the news stories, Pokemon Go was taking over the world and there were thousands of people playing. And in the San Diego area where I'm from, there was a fuckload of people playing. And so what that meant was, for those people that are average players that that had jobs and careers and, you know, school and had shit to do, um, we couldn't catch up with how rapidly these people were, were, were progressing. And so you couldn't go in and take over a gym uh, unless you were with people. Now, this is just my take on it because... I didn't get that far deep into it. Now, for those people that are listening that are pro Pokemon Go players, you know, if I got some stuff wrong, whatever. I just started again. So, the a great thing about starting now, though, is there's actually things to do. So, what I can tell you from the, the very couple days that I've been, you know, the, that I've been playing again, um, it is slightly different. Um, the battle system's a lot different. It's not all laggy anymore. Uh, you can actually see your Pokemon at do attacks um you go in and and uh, let's say you're taking over a gym for example you can actually battle those pokemon and there's some animations behind it back when i started when trying to do that uh when it first came out it was really 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 in the early stages so you know you can't really uh talk bad about it because it just came out you know they wanted to launch this program and or this this uh this app and um 
and and get going. So I, I you know, I'm not going to take that away from them. But from what I know today, it's, it has changed a lot. There are a lot more features that get players going and moving around, and and um, there's a there's a reason now to catch Pokemon in this version of the game. So my very first, uh, you know, you know, day going back into this was. Uh, Bulbasaur Day, and that just happened over this weekend. Um, it was my very first actual Pokemon event, like where you know we got we were going there specifically to see other people and and do some Pokemon hunting. And what what Bulbasaur Day was was you know it was uh, a, a, a amount of time so from eleven o'clock in the morning to two p.m. in the afternoon. Um, Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon Bulbasaur would respawn a lot quicker than it normally would, or or even if it wasn't, you know, relative to the area that it was uh, populating in, it would populate there, um, and it would re keep on refreshing a lot faster than normal, so that way everybody can catch Bulbasaurs. And the thing about it was. You're going there to catch Bulbasaurs and to evolve it to, Ibis, uh, to Venusaur, um, but I didn't know that there was an, like, uh, a sparkly version uh, or what they call shiny versions of the Pokemon. And if you guys don't play Pokemon Go, just think of uh, holographic versions of uh, regular, either like Magic cards or uh, or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or like a holographic version of a comic book something that's just a slightly more rare that comes at you at random and well you know this was happening at Balboa Park uh, here in San Diego so in my mind I'm thinking okay we're going to this event I don't think anyone really plays Pokemon Go anymore there's probably not going to be that many people we'll probably see a few people there playing Pokemon and that's that so as we're rolling up to Balboa Park, you know, I still don't see that many people, but once we get into the park and try to find parking, that's when I see herds of people going and walking towards the very first gyms. Um, that was our, our first destination. And I gotta say, it was way more than I expected it to be. First of all, there was zero parking, and there already zero parking at Balboa Park, but it was like, we couldn't really find a parking spot because everybody that was there that day, I want to say at least 80% of the people at Balboa Park yesterday on, on Sunday, they were there to catch Bulbasaurs. And, you know, I feel bad for those people that showed up to Balboa Park that are like maybe not from San Diego or outside of the country. And they were, they probably weren't expecting to see hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon hunters walking around with their faces glued to their, uh, to their phones or their iPads or their tablets and it was really a, a sight to see I was actually amazed and impressed by how many actual people were there so again we park I'm thinking okay there's like a hundred people here cool we're walking into the to the park and, and we're going towards our first gym and 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 what the reason why we're going to this gym this specific gym is because uh, right now, you can also raid a legendary Pokemon. Uh, his name's Lugia. And um, he spawns on top of gyms, and you have to have a raid pass uh, to go into the gym and take this guy down. And um, the raid party consists of 20 people. Now, this can be... Um, 
uh, your, 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 your faction team, uh, uh, which goes uh, a Mystic, Valor, or Instinct. And because there's so many people there, there were, they were calling out those specific teams to join together. But if you didn't really want to, the beauty about going to these big events is that you can just randomly party with whoever's around and it, you know you can get in and, and get your legendary Pokemon no matter what. Um, you know the, the downside of not going to these big events I can see is uh, and then you know this is just me from one day event you know making a judgment but um, if you were like let's say at the mall and Lugia spawned there at the gym uh, and you wanted to raid it, you'd have to know the people that were in the area, I would say, uh, because the teams can be private teams. Uh, if it wasn't an open public team, uh, then you might be screwed because I don't think you can take down that legendary Pokemon with uh, a six Pokemon team. You probably could, but I'm not at that point yet. I'm only level 20. So we're walking up to this gym and uh, to, to go and hit this raid because it's about to start in five minutes. So we get and the event starts again at 11 o'clock. We get there about 10.45. Uh, we have enough time to kind of just take our time, get to the gym, you know, talk to people and whatnot. And as we're entering, uh, I would say, like, you know, where these uh, museums are, gift shops, and other historical uh, places uh, in Balboa Park that are represented by the park system there, um, I see a massive crowd of people and I'm talking like it had to be at least 200 people maybe more I'm just guessing um, because I'd say more because around the corner where I wasn't looking there was more people at different gyms because Lucia spawned at, at a couple of different gyms so we're walking up and they're going you know team Valor team Instinct you know um, team Mystic you know join up in these pods and I was fucking confused as fuck because I didn't really know, you know, where we're going. I'm part of the yellow team, but at the same time, because there's no real banners in the real world where they're like holding the flag up and you go, all right, I'm going to go to that yellow section. I couldn't really, I wasn't really like, you know, in the moment, like I didn't, I couldn't grasp the concept to look down at my phone and, and try to navigate it that way. Um, I just randomly just jumped into a random group. And that actually worked out because I got to battle Legia for the first time. And I was the lowest guy in there. I think at the time when I walked into Balboa Park, I was level 16. And um, I was probably the, one of the lowest ranked people there. But, you know, the great that's the cool thing about having these big groups is that you can go in and, and they can somewhat carry you because there's so many people there. And again, if you're at the mall or at a park and there's you know no one around and there's maybe like five or six guys there raiding by themselves you have to go up there and ask and i'm pretty sure you can join their group but if you're level 16 they're probably going nah you're not strong enough and my highest like combat power guy at the time was maybe like 900 so i again i haven't really been spending that much time on it but i was just trying to gain levels um it took me three attempts to finally get that legendary pokemon um and i gotta say i'm pretty happy about getting that thing um, so, Balboa Park looked like it was a rave, like I, I, I'd walked into a Pokemon rave. And the reason why I say that is because um, the park is littered with 
pokey stops and gyms. And as you walk deeper and deeper into the park um, where this planned event was uh, you know, being held at, and again, you didn't have to go to Balboa Park to experience uh, Bulbasaur Day, I don't think. Um, I know I had some friends out in different uh, cities, and they were just hanging out at the local park catching uh, Bulbasaurs. Um, but we, but in San Diego, I think there's a stronger community for Pokemon Go, and there was more planning around these things. So uh, people were there. They set up little tents for uh, face painting. You can get you can get a Pikachu or whatever. I didn't do it because you know I'm not gonna get my face painted with Pikachu on it. You had some guys doing magic tricks. You had um, some guys doing some performance art. Uh, there was a lot of cool things that were happening. Um, and for whatever reason, there was like electronic, like house music being blared somewhere throughout Balboa Park. I don't know if somebody was just walking around with that music um, coming out of their Bluetooth speakers or there was it was actually just someone DJing out there. And it reminded me of going into different rooms at a rave and listening to different, you know, music or, you know, meeting different people that were that were more loyal to that genre of music, right? So, uh, but in this instance, it was them going and raiding, uh, whether they were on Instinct, Mystic, or Valor, uh, raiding different gyms that were taken over by the opposing team. So there was just crowds of people in these around, like, in, uh, like on staircases or in the grass or around a tree or right next to a restaurant where these gyms were established um, were that they were just taking them over. And then when a Lugia raid popped up, and I believe it's like every hour or 45 minutes, uh, you would see <laughs> the herd of people, which we were part of, going to these specific areas, and it would just be fucking crowded, like, like shoulder to shoulder crowded, or like if you got lucky, you got there first, you can find a seat, uh, you know, you can sit on the brick wall or something like that. So that was really, really fun. And, and compared to my last, the last time I played Pokemon Go, it wasn't like that before. You didn't have that kind of, uh, well, I didn't actually have that kind of experience before. It was more like, you know, and maybe I wasn't playing the game right. Maybe I wasn't, I, I didn't try hard enough to go on and, uh, you know, forums or whatever it might have been, Pokemon groups, and to just go and meet new people. I just didn't want to do that at that time. So the other thing about Bulbasaur Day is because Bulbasaurs are, are respawning uh, so rapidly uh, around the area, in the downtime when we weren't raiding a, a gym or we weren't fighting uh, the legendary Pokemon, uh, we were catching Bulbasaurs. And the whole time the goal is to catch a shiny Bulbasaur. Now, I... I want to say I walked into there unprepared too because you've got to have like a lot of Pokemon storage and and I'm going to be honest with you like I wasn't really going out Pokemon hunting as often as I should have been before this event. I was just doing it at my house or like I said I drive around a lot so if I stopped at uh, one of my stops for work, uh, if I had some free time, if there was Pokemon that spawned around me I would catch those. But nothing really major. I didn't go to a gym. Um, my friend had uh, went on a, on vacation, the one that got me back into it, so I couldn't go uh, hang out with him. Um, so, and uh, and the people that I uh, you know that, that live with me, that they're just starting again too. So 
uh, our, all of our schedules are, you know, a little bit off from each other, so we can't really go out together either. So, there was just not a lot of prep work done. So I walked in to that event with not as many Pokemon uh, items, so like potions and revives and, and uh, Pokeballs and Ultra Balls and Greater Balls and stuff like that. Uh, so I had to always hit the Pokestops, and luckily there's a bunch of Pokestops there that can refresh uh, your items, meaning, you know, you can get some in and, and you have enough to get you by without spending any real money. Um, so I walked away with two shiny Bulbasaur's out of like a hundred caught. And, um, and I was told to go ahead and, uh, level up my, or evolve my, uh, shiny Bulbasaur's to, uh, Venusaur's. And that's what I did. But the crazy part is that I, as we're walking around and, and doing our route, because we established, he had established a route there before, so we, we just, I just followed my friend around and he showed me exactly what to do. I start to notice how hardcore people are with this game. I'm seeing people with six, seven phones attached to their arms. And it looked like, if anyone's played Yu-Gi-Oh, you know how they have uh, to hold their, their Yu-Gi-Oh cards, they have that, whatever that thing is on their arm. It looked like that. Instead of the, the insert, like the slots being uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, it was like literally iPhones and Android phones and maybe a tablet in their hand. So I'm thinking, okay, the people that have eight cell phones, they can't be helping their friends. I mean, maybe they're helping one or two friends out, but they have like eight accounts. And I was thinking about it, and I was going, hmm, if I had eight accounts and they're all strong, I could actually do my own raids. Now, I, mean, I just thought about that. I'm not actually going to go do that because that's too much to keep track of. I saw people on the floor tapping right after each other, each one of their phones, to catch these Pokemon. And did it look kind of silly? It did. But I, I, I'll give you... The appreciation you deserve, the respect that you deserve. You're trying your best at this game, and you probably are winning, and you're doing shit that no one else is doing, or that other people are, are, are doing, but it's rare. So I gotta give you props on that. Uh, more power to you guys. You guys are you guys are holding it down and making it happen. Uh, so, for my very first time going out to an actual event for Pokemon Go, um, just coming back to the game from its original launch, um, I gotta say that Pokemon Go is kind of fun. And if you're like me and you like to stay home and you have all your entertainment at home, you know, you've got, you know, all the consoles, you have your computer games, um, you know, everything is under one roof. Sometimes it is good to get out of the house and, and do some Pokemon hunting. I, I think that it still holds true today, the original idea behind it was to get out of the house and go ahead and experience Pokemon out in the wild. Um, and it works. I haven't been to Balboa Park and I live in San Diego, born and raised. I haven't been there in such a long time. I can't even remember the last time I was there. So for me to go back to, to that kind of event um, where the people were really awesome, they're really animated, they're really into uh, the game and that's kind of what makes these events happen uh, make these events really memorable just like when you go to a rave you know everyone might be on drugs but they're all there passionate they're they're ready to be there they're, they're about the music and 
what I experienced at this Pokemon event was very similar to that style of just being around people that are all there to do the same thing. Have a great time. So, would I recommend Pokemon Go again to, to those who haven't been playing or to those who are thinking about playing? Yeah, I, I honestly would. Right now, it's fun. I got to experience rating and you can see the actual character animations now back then it was so laggy because there were so many people playing that you couldn't really see what your pokemon was doing at some points it just disappeared and you're going like you know why the fuck am i playing this game it sucks that's what i thought back then and and it's been proved a lot now there's a lot more to it uh i just like the battle system and i can't wait until they let us battle each other, but who knows if that's ever coming out. I hope it does. I don't know how they're going to establish that kind of link um, within that program, but if, if, if that's coming down the pipeline, then you know that's gonna make the game even better. Um, and it's gonna probably bring more people back into Pokemon. Um, as far as trading Pokemon go, another core part of Pokemon, that is not implemented into the game yet. So. Um, if you're looking to trade other people, uh, it's just not happening right now. Uh, and for the real money transactions, it's only to help speed up the process. This doesn't really give you too much of an advantage. Um, maybe the raid passes do, but you, know, you get what you pay for. And if you're into it that much, you're spending money on raid passes, then you know exactly what you're doing. So, all in all, my... my uh, you know, reintroduction to Pokemon Go was a very fun one. I would do it again. I'm really looking forward to the next event. I'm going to try to get some more of my, my, my immediate friends into it. Um, you know, my friend that got me into it is one of my best friends too, but there's only a handful of us that are playing right now. Um, so, with that being said, I'll talk to you guys again on another one of my uh, uh, long drives. And uh, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I hope to do more of these podcasts. Thank you.